0: All right, welcome to today's webinar on Working Hours, Expectations in Unexpected Circumstances, uh, the third in our series of webinars uh, related to COVID-19, uh, specifically focused on The changed circumstances, now you're working remotely. Um, Let's start off with a brief introduction uh, to us as an organization, to Agile Cockpit and to myself. Uh, Agile Cockpit is an Agile coaching training and software firm. We are headquartered out of the Netherlands with offices in Gurgaon, India, and in New York, the United States, which is where I am located. Uh, My name is Martin. I am one of the Agile coaches with Agile Cockpit for a little over five years. I have a background in software development and I'm currently uh, engaged with some of our clients as an agile coach and I'm also a professional scrum trainer with Scrum.org, meaning that I get to teach a lot of professional scrum master and professional scrum product owner classes uh, which gives me exposure to both hands and experience and a lot of people learning this. So the way this webinar works is that I'm going to start off with a very brief presentation on the topic for today, uh, which lasts uh, uh, up to 15 minutes at most. And then at the end, there is room for questions and discussion, uh, which will last 15 minutes at most as well. Uh, We have additional channels through which you can engage with us, uh, which I will tell you a little bit about at the end of the webinar um, for follow-up conversations or any other questions you might have. So without further ado, let's look at how to set expectations throughout working hours. Um, before we look at how to do that, let's see at why things are different now. Uh, because of COVID-19, a lot of people suddenly have to work from their homes. Not even just working remotely, you are working from your home, which means that you're likely gonna have family members there as well. Um, the, one of the first things that's different silly as it may sound, is you no longer have a commute, meaning that there is no time that you typically use to prepare for going into the office, or off time to just spend on reading something, or just catching up on the news, or listening to music. Like, you get up out of bed, you get your breakfast, you take your shower, you sit at your desk, and you start work. So there's, the mental process is really different as opposed to going into an actual office. As I mentioned before, there might be family members around. It might be your significant other. It might be your children. It might even be your grandchildren, depending on your circumstances. Uh, and family members around always uh, o- o- always uh, give you like different a-, a different setup. They could mean distractions. It could mean that you might even need to take care of your kids every now and then. It could be pets that are walking around. Maybe you got to walk your dog because your dog walker uh, currently doesn't show up anymore or because you're home, you decided it's easier to do it yourself. All kinds of things that make the circumstances a little bit different. There's no social events. Uh, you're never going at the house anymore because everything's basically closed, right? So there's also not that Thursday afternoon that you were planning on having drinks and there's like that natural cue that ends your day. Um, gyms, most stores are closed, right? There's no errands you have to run. There's no workouts you typically do. Um, so All in all, there's like a lot of spare time left that you can devote to doing more work right now, which is one of the dangers that I wanna talk about. Uh, And finally, there's like different access policies for stores and establishments that might be in place that also uh, put a constraint on your day and your daily planning. It might be that you cannot enter a store with your kids, meaning that you have to find a different time to go out. All these things give you a completely different set of circumstances compared to your usual day-to-day program. So, how to manage working hours given all those circumstances. Uh, Obviously, one of the bigger risks in these circumstances is that you're putting in considerably more hours and putting in considerably more hours uh, also raises expectations at the office, but it also has implications for your private life, right? Because that is time you don't spend on some of the other things. It might be that your workout time is now spent on work because the gym's not open and it, it, it might be hard to find a different work Workout routine. Um, but it might also swing the other way around, right? So it might be that you have to take care of your kids or, or your pets, and that means you get to devote less time to work. So because of all these circumstances, uh, and this is my biggest piece of advice, right, it is very helpful to set start and end times, create transparency around your working hours. It could be that you say, well, my mornings I I dedicate to to emails and all those things that I don't need to interact with people with because I also need to keep an eye on my kids and the entire afternoon I am available for meetings. And my afternoon is 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. And at 5 p.m. I really stop working, right? That also protects a little bit of private time. Uh, It could also be you're saying, hey, I'm working seven to three. So in the afternoon, I can take care of the kids, whereas my significant other can then work. There's all kinds of of, of different formats you can use for this. uh, But you want to create transparency. You want to make crystal clear. When do you start? When do you end? That does not only help yourself, it also helps your coworkers know what to expect of you let people know if you take a break or step away, uh, just to make sure there's no miscommunication or any misconceptions, right? It's perfectly natural for you to step away or take a break or even set aside uh, a little bit of time to have an actual lunch break, maybe step outside for a little bit. Again, a lot of the normal circumstances aren't there. Uh, There's no errands you have to run during the lunch break typically because, well, there's not a lot of errands to run anymore, so those are things that typically give you also give you a little bit of mental break that are no longer in place stick to your limits right once you set those limits those start times and those end times really stick to them Right. You set your end time at 5pm means you got to end at 5pm. It's a very slippery slope if you don't stick to those limits, because then you up the expectations for a lot of people and make yourself available outside of those hours where you said, hey, I want to be available. Uh, and it eats into the time you can otherwise um, devote to other things. If possible, related to secondary limits, you could set up a separate working area where where, where, where like a desk or a room or an environment that is dedicated to work and that physical environment is where you are when you work and when you are no longer in that physical environment, you no longer work. Uh, Sort of like an actual office, right? If you walk into the office, you work, but if you leave the office at the end of the day, you typically stop work. I I know there are cell phones and there's all kinds of ways to get connected, um, but don't underestimate the value you, having a physical space that you can walk in and out of. Again, to the point I made before, say no if somebody asks you to violate those limits, right? Um, if once every four weeks you're being asked to like, stay a little longer, that's fine uh use like you, your normal rules that you apply to this, uh, I'd say, even though you're working remotely. So if you're in your office and you're asked to stay a little bit longer, I mean, that could be perfectly fine every now and then. But if it's an ongoing thing, if it happens every day, it becomes a pattern. And again, to what I said before, it increases the risk of getting a different expectation. And again, it could even into the, the time that you wanted to spend on taking care of your kids or your dog or yourself. Uh, and it's very important in these circumstances. Establish frequent breaks. Um, when you're sitting at home and looking at, at like a screen or on webcam all day long, it's, uh, it's very easy to get sucked in and work like end to end and back to back, right? So it's very important to take frequent breaks, to step away from the computer, just like you would do when you're in the office, right? This is also a little bit that mental pause that you get during the day um, that you don't get if you just keep on going. Uh, this is a healthy policy in general, uh, but it's, even some, it's something to be even more mindful of now that you're mostly at home and there's also no kinds of other breaks that you typically have. And finally, again, this is this is a good one anyway, even if you're in the office, but one that uh, typically uh, tends to happen more and more when you work remotely, is no back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back meetings, right? If your day looks 7 a.m. to noon, back-to-back meetings, no breaks, uh, you, the, the expectations are that you just keep working and real life means you cannot because you simply need to get coffee, you need to take a buyer break, right? So it helps to also, actually account for breaking your calendar and say, hey, I got two hours or two and a half hours of back-to-back meetings, already a fairly long stretch, uh, and then I'm taking 30 minutes, right, to give myself a mental break, maybe uh, write some notes, maybe even prepare for the next meeting, right? And again, it helps to transparency, that transparency to people. Uh, and it really helps you uh, protect those working hours and make those working hours healthy working hours rather than just uh, being well, hanging out at a PC and doing what you have to do, on and on and on. Okay, so with these tips in mind, uh, there's uh, some room for questions and discussion in case you would not like to stick around for questions and discussion. There are other ways to Uh, interact with us. We are on Slack, on agilecockpitus.slack.com. A great way to interact with our coaches and trainers and uh, other people we've engaged with, uh, typically agile uh, practitioners. We are also on Instagram at agilecockpitus and on Twitter at agilecockpitus. And finally, you can find us on LinkedIn. Uh, Agile Cockpit is the company name there. Uh, Feel free to follow us and or send us messages. Uh, We love interaction. We love questions. And Having said that, I would like to thank you very much for being here today. Uh, if you want to see how good you are or what you're doing or want to identify any possible next steps, if you're in an agile environment, uh, maybe, maybe if you're a master product owner or team member, it doesn't really matter, uh, you can take your free assessment at stateofagility.com. Uh, you can do your self-assessment or you can have your peers assess you. And uh, the report that you get out of this assessment uh, always uh, includes a couple of next steps you can take to develop yourself further in your role. So again, stateofagility.com for your free assessments. Thank you very much for being here. Stay safe and have a great remainder of your day.